Jordan Carpenter, a conservative commentator, regular here on uh, KWAM, the Mighty 990, joins us on the phone line. He was there last night, and Jordan, was was it as bad to see it as it is to hear it? Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, we learned a lot about the commissioners last night, and not all of it's good. You know, the the uh, again, first of all, the just misinformation about history. I think you had one of uh, uh, the commissioners uh, uh, comment that as a social studies teacher, she's particularly upset because, you know, we paid the uh, Japanese that were interned during uh, World War II. Uh, uh, Holocaust victims were compensated uh, when, when they survived the Holocaust. But those were actual victims. What Shelby County is wanting to do is pay people who have no tie to slavery, were never slaves, were never enslaved. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a reach to compare it to those who are actual victims and then trying to wrap themselves in the, in the cover of victimhood. I, I'm not sure what concerns me more, though, about that commissioner, the fact that she is so inarticulate when it comes to history or the fact she's an actual teacher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, this is why we, you know, passed the law here in Tennessee that says you can't teach that one race is inherently better than another or that one race is inherently worse than another. And people cried foul, but it's because there are these ideas out there and people want to teach them. And so we have to say, you know what? Turns out the the vast majority of us do believe in equality and equality under the law, and that's what we're going to stick to. But, yeah, to see to see – our commissioners disagree with the fact that we're all equal under the law was pretty disappointing. And to express such racist uh, uh, thoughts and, and views with with shamelessness, I, I think, was uh, was what was most disturbing. You know, to me, Jordan, there, there's a lot of unanswered questions. You know, if you're half black, are you going to get the full share, a quarter black? Are we going to have to do 23 and me? Uh, test to determine, you know, who all has a little bit of black blood, who has enough black blood to qualify. Can you identify as black? Like we've had Rachel Donaldson, the uh, the white woman who was, I think she was head of the NAACP in either Seattle or Portland or, or uh, like Elizabeth Warren identifying as an Indian. Can I identify as black and get my, get my money? Well, yeah, so people think, oh, that would never happen. But when you provide people social incentives, to do things. That's why Elizabeth Warren did that. She she knew she her resume was weak enough where if she were just a white person that she might be discounted. So she said, well, to get a little bit of a leg up, I'm going to um, mention uh, a piece of my ethnic heritage that might impress people, right? If, if, if I'm not fully white, then maybe people will like me more. And I think that's, again, that's the noxious attitude that I was trying to, uh, when I spoke before the commission last night, I tried to say, this is terrible. We know it's terrible. And the fact is, America did have victims of racism for a long time. And we fought long and hard to scrub that from the law. And we've done it. So to do to say, we're going to elevate one people group over another is a is 15 steps backward. And it just doesn't make sense. Well, first of all, it's fundamentally illegal. And I would argue it's fundamentally immoral. Uh, to distinguish benefits to somebody because of race, because of their skin color, any other immutable characteristic. Uh, and yet the idea is that that's what was done. It's admittedly wrong, but we're going to do it now to sort of, quote, balance things out when there have been plenty of funds that have been distributed that have uh, more than balanced the uh, the issue. You know, you had one of the commissioners last night, Jordan, claim that, that uh, people in our community are dying and therefore these reparations are, are owed because uh, you have... Uh, black folks dying in the community. Well, uh, I don't know that they're aware, but most of those black folks that are dying in the Memphis community are black on black crime. 
young black males killing other young black males for the most part. You don't have white suburban women from Collierville driving into Memphis and shooting black guys. That's funny, isn't it? <laughs> uh, you know, the thing is, we have serious problems that need to be addressed. God has given us government to address a lot of those ills if we handle that uh, well. And if we, if we use what God has given us, common sense, um, initiative, you know, if, if we come together as a community. So I applaud the commission's efforts to address injustice. I think, unfortunately, instead of doing it well, they're visiting injustice on the community even more, and we're going to exacerbate issues that should be solved. Crime, education, safety. Instead, we're going to make things worse. It's not really clear how much they're talking about, where the money would come from. The $5 million figure has been bandied about. You know, I I haven't done the math specifically, but if you gave every black person in Memphis $5,000, do they really think that that would solve the crime problem, solve the education problems, solve the violence problems in uh, in Memphis and Shelby County? Because uh, billions of dollars have been spent on urban programs and it clearly hasn't fixed Memphis. Yeah, I mean, I want to give some of the Democratic commissioners credit. They, they said, look, this isn't just giving people checks. We don't think giving people money solves the problem. But, and so I said, yeah, that's right. And then they go on to say, but we're going to throw money at the problem. And, you know, it's, it's, it was just incoherent as far as the connections. Like you said, you said uh, a commissioner said we have people dying. We, you know, we have uh, people not teaching. A lot of Tyree Nichols brought up, uh, talk was used. And you don't see the actual connection between the problem and the policy. Instead, you had a lot of emotional arguments and um, illogic used to say, this is just the right thing to do to use the law to advantage one group over another. And I think that that is a flawed, immoral argument. You know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, we hear so much about white supremacy. If white supremacy and white privilege is such a thing, then then why are folks like Elizabeth Warren pretending to not be white? Why are people like Rachel Dolezal pretending to not be white? If, if, if being white is the end-all, be-all to get achievement and success, why does Barack Obama, who's half black, half white, claim black rather than white? Why, why do you have uh, folks like Kamala Harris uh, not claim their white or non-white half to be more important? If white privilege is such a thing, why are folks not embracing whiteness versus other races? Yeah, I mean, I think the tide really has turned. Like I said, I think there's a lot of social benefits tied to uh, a minority status. And you might have heard the term oppression Olympics. People are racing to see, you know, which, which disadvantaged group can I identify with that gets me the most advantage in college applications, job applications, whatever. And, you know, I, I sometimes joke with my friends. I said, it, has there ever been a worse time to be a, a straight white Christian man in America? And I, not to say that I'm disadvantaged, but goodness gracious, people discount me by the way I look, by the church that I go to, by the person I choose to love. Isn't that everything that they, the left, says is wrong and how you shouldn't judge people? And, I, you know, it just we're not doing the things we need to do as a society at large and as a community here in Shelby County to solve the problems that we have. You know, we are so far from 
Martin Luther King Jr., you know, judge me by the color of, of by, by the content of my character, not the color of my skin. And yet you've got the Shelby County Commission fully embracing skin color as the end all be all victimization, not because of what's happened to them or what they've suffered, but what uh, they claim was suffered by those, uh, you know, hundreds, hundred fifty years prior and, and trying to embrace uh, I'm a victim. You know, my skin color defines me when uh, you see people, you know, succeeding all the time. Um, despite whatever infirmities or whatever disadvantages they've had. And again, I I just refuse to believe that the son of Michael Jordan, uh, because of his blackness, has less capability to achieve or that Michael uh, or that uh, Tiger Woods kids have less ability to achieve in America uh, than a a kid born in Appalachia to a single white mom in a trailer park. I mean, the, the idea that whiteness or blackness is what ultimately defines everything about you is just counter to everything that is American. And it, to, to be honest, just to lead with people's races, as as every commissioner seemed to do, Democratic commissioner seemed to do yesterday, isn't that's what we're trying to get away from. But it, we shouldn't forget there, the irony is not lost on me. And it shouldn't be on anybody. We have eight black commissioners. We have a black Shelby County mayor. You know, it's police the chief people in power are in power for a reason. They got the vote. And so I, I don't know we got to stop with the Oppression Olympics. Well, and you've got uh, Washington, D.C. that's about 90% black. The leadership's been black and and uh, not exactly a, a utopia. Uh, so be careful what you ask for. Jordan Carpenter, good to have you with us. We'll be back with more in a moment. Todd Starnes joins us next.